You're listening to The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. They're here to make you come on a journey with them as they indulge you in all of your naughtiest thoughts while navigating sex with nonchalance and a whole lot of Crisco, of course. Hey everybody, welcome to the Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and Love. We're here with like a special little podcast. I like periodically look at like our most listened to podcasts and for some reason one of our most streamed like podcasts is like this ridiculous literatica like podcast that we did like forever ago and so I said shit, let's do another one or you said let's do another I don't know. We, we decided to do like... <laughs> some other version. So I like this one because like it's fictional obviously. Um but it involves like a real life person. So um are you ready, Miss Rose? Not really, but okay. You, you got those girls. Like light the blind it might help you get through it. Like okay. do you need a lighter? Here's a lighter. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Eating and, and smoking at the same time is not very No? Alright, okay. well, fine. All right, here we go. Let's go. Okay. Okay, so I start with the beginning? Like what, Yeah, what? you do the narration and you're the, the okay. main character. <laughs> this is a work of fiction that derives entirely from fevered, from my fevered imagination. And in no way does it reflect the behavior in any real persons depicted herein. His Royal Highness Prince Harry of Wales... Harry, to most, was horny. He was staying in Las Vegas as part of his holiday following the Olympics. Because it was a private holiday, he was staying incognito as Mr. H. Renfrew, which fooled no one. But Harry was horny. One of the two Metropolitan Police officers assigned as his protection detail had offered to get Harry some company. From the bar downstairs, Sergeant Cooper Coop, retrieved a suitable young woman, a working woman who fit the stereotype of a ditzy blonde. Coop chose well as Tiffany showed no signs of recognizing of Harry when she came into the room. Tiffany balked at the sight of three men but was reassured she only had to entertain one. To put her at ease and to build a little excitement into the night, Harry suggested a game of strip pool. Harry and Tiffany would team up against Coop and Mac, Detective McIntyre, the rest of that of the protection detail. Harry had thought the game would be a little lopsided and that he and Tiffany would be naked first, but Tiffany was no slouch at the game. <laughs> Harry was naked first, by design. Tiffany was next. By luck, Mac was wearing trousers and briefs and Coop was down to his boxer briefs at the end of the game. A little play roughhousing between Harry and the young lady took place in the living room of the suite, where it was photographed by one of the two protection officers before Harry and Tiffany retired to the bedroom. Mac and Coop remained in the main room chatting. This sort of thing was not uncommon on this particular detail with this particular royal. Both were surprised, therefore, when a mere 30 minutes later, Tiffany emerged from the bedroom, dressed, collected, dressed, collected her earrings from Coop, and with a cheery, Thanks! left the suite. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. She was from Las Vegas. Thanks. Sweet. <laughs> 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 About two minutes later, a still nude Harry came into sight, 
sighing heavily. Well, that was bloody waste of time and effort. Sir? (laughs) (laughs) Like dipping my prick in a tub of lard, Harry exclaimed. She just lay there. I would have expected more from a pro. Bloody hell. Coop offered to try again, but Harry shook his head. Mac, at 33, the eldest of the three, suggested they had to be careful. Harry reluctantly agreed and began to shoot aimlessly at the balls still on the pool table. His seven o'clock had not fully deflated, and he absently tugged at it occasionally. <laughs> oh, that's, that does not say... Did you say seven o'clock? I said seven o'clock, I meant seven o'clock. <laughs> it's seven o'clock. It's seven o'clock. It's seven inch cock. What the fuck? And not fully deflated. Oh, Lord. Okay. Max scrutinized his royal charge, debating with himself a solution to the young prince's predicament. He had been a part of Harry's protection detail for two years now, and he had gained the prince's trust. Was he about to lose that trust and his job? Your Royal Highness. Both Harry and Coop looked up in surprise at Mac. He never called Harry that unless others were present. I am about to jeopardize my career, and more importantly, your trust, but what I'm about to say. Mac took a deep breath before he continued. I think it best, security-wise, we not bring too many young women in here. One of them might recognize you and cause problems. Harry nodded in agreement. But you are still horny, I see. Mac looked at Coop, who looked as confused as Harry. I offer myself... As a substitute. <laughs> this is great! <laughs> Harry was astonished by what he heard. Mac, you're married! You're not a poof, not gay! No, sir. I am not gay, and I know you aren't either. What I'm saying is that I would be willing to, well, help relieve you, you know, sexually as part of keeping you secure. Harry and Coop stared at the older man. Older by six and eight years, respectively. Harry finally said, Have you ever, well, done anything like this? No, sir. Mac responded truthfully. Well, a couple of circle jerks with my mates in school, that's all. Harry agreed. Me too! Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> you got mad cock me all of a sudden. Me too, eight officers training. Mac, Mac rose from his chair, moved next to Harry. Sex is sex, sir. <laughs> and dropped to his knees, taking Harry's cock in hand. Before Harry knew what was happening, Mac was licking his hardening cock. Mac tasted the royal... <laughs> Mac tasted the royal precum and then covered the head of Harry's cock with his mouth and, as his wife did to him, slid down the shaft. He, ne- he could now get all seven o'clock, <laughs> seven, o'clock. seven inches in the first... No, he could not get all seven o'clock, seven inches in the first time, but he kept bobbing up and down until he, up and down until he was able to feel those red pubes brush his nose. <laughs> Harry marveled at the feelings rising from his cock. He had never had a man given a, him a blowjob, but had to admit that, he was, it, that this was far superior to any blowjob he had received from a woman. Mac shifted Harry about and pushed him back into an armchair, all the while keeping his oral ministrations on the royal <laughs> cock. Suddenly there, sorry. Suddenly there was a movement between Mac's legs and the chair. Coop had positioned himself so he could look lick Harry's low-hanging balls. 
Harry was surprised at the additional mouth, but was thoroughly enjoying what he what was happening. After a few minutes, Mac pulled off the royal cock and just for, just did for Coop to take over. Coop did so enthusiastically. <laughs> Harry could tell he was not the first cock Coop had sucked. Mac disappeared into the bedroom, returning in a few moments with a towel and a bottle of skin lotion. He pulled an oversized ottoman in front of the chair where Harry sat, laying the towel over the end of the ottoman because he's a clean boy. Mac lay on his back, lifting his legs into the air and, sp- and spread lotion all over his hole. He looked up at Harry and said, In for a penny. <laughs> <laughs> In for a penny, in for a pound. Fuck me, sir. <laughs> Harry was astonished. A blowjob was one thing to be offered by this rugged policeman. A fuck was another, but it was an offer too good to pass up. Harry got up. Coop grabbed a lotion bottle from Mac and smeared a good dollop over Harry's rigid cock. He held that cock and ran it up and down. Mac's ass crack, finally positioning it into the entrance of Mac's asshole. <laughs> Go slowly, please, sir. That virgin territory there. Mac plated. Harry pushed forward slowly, meeting momentary resistance before his cock had slid in. Mac grunted, Uh, and his face showed the pain he was experiencing. uh, Harry offered to pull out. Would you like me to pull out, Mac? But but Mac... (laughs) That wasn't it. But Mac shook his head. Harry pushed forward a little more, paused. And then forward again. It took a full five minutes for Harry to get all of his seven o'clock into Mac's incredibly tight asshole. Go for it, sir. Fuck me. Harry did. He found himself pounding on the policeman's ass with energy and drive. And he found the skewered policeman responding with as much energy. Everything Tiffany had not done. Harry was so turned on, more turned on than he had ever been with a woman's ass. Harry was so turned on he was about to say something he never thought he would say. Coop! Coop looked up from where he was playing with both men's balls while watching the royal cock slam into his cobra league. Coop! Fuck my <coughs> arse! <coughs> Coop scrambled up from the floor. Oh, wow, he's Irish all of a sudden. <laughs> Coop scrambled up from the floor. You sure, sir? No. But it's now or never, Harry <laughs> said. And remember, you're going where no man has gone before. <laughs> All three men laughed. <laughs> yes, sir. Cooper. Oh, yes, sir. I- I'm changing all the voices. Yeah, Coop was over the top. He was about to fuck the cute ginger oil with that great ass. He slathered lotion on his cock and then on Harry's ass, working some of the lotion into the virgin hole. He placed the head of his cock against Harry's hole and slowly applied force. Harry growled and grunted. I don't know why, but I was like, Harry growled. Harry. Harry. Harry growled and grunted with pain as he penetrated. Coop stopped, waiting for the royal backside to adjust, (laughs) sensing when he pushed further forward. It took Coop less than three minutes to get all six inches in. It's almost six o'clock in. I didn't have many lines, huh? Harry resumed his fucking action, shoving into Mac and pushing back into Coop. The sensations were out of this world, and nothing had ever felt with a woman. Not even the night with three women. <laughs> he got to the edge and rammed deeply into Mac, freezing in place before unloading his huge load into the policeman. 
Behind him, Coop found thrusting deep into his own guns. <laughs> then freeze and moan as he shot his load into Harry. Harry could actually feel the hot goo flood his ass. Coop slowly withdrew from Harry as Harry withdrew, <laughs> withdrew from back. Coop knelt down and began catching the cum dripping from Harry's ass, licking the young royal's thighs and asshole to get every drop. Harry was so turned on, he did something he never thought he would do. He bent forward and took Max's rigid cock in his mouth. He licked the pre-cum and then began sucking in it, in earnest, in an effort to get more. Instead, he, he was rewarded. With Max, he was I can't he even was he was rewarded with Max thinking salty gum Harry gulped energetically in an effort to catch it all he continued to suckle on Max's cock while it softened as the post-coital haze dissipated Harry looked at the two naked protection detail officers well guys I think you have come up with a way to keep me away from the unknown birds if you agree, that is. Yes, sir. Sir. A short time later, the photos of a naked Harry romping with Tiffany appeared on the internet via stolen phone. Harry was very glad only those photos showed up. He could explain those to his grandmother, but photos of him with his cock in a policeman's ass while another policeman plowed his would not have been easy to explain. Feedback is always welcome. Please write to... Oh, yeah. Should we give them the yeah. credit? Yeah, Gustav yeah. Renick at yahoo.com. Gustav Renick. Thank you, Renick. Gustav. Thank you. And, and it, uh... it was called Prince Harry's Romp. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I liked it. I, I thought it, you know, it, it was, um, <laughs> um, I like, I like, I don't know, I like how Plout was spelled. I really just like that everything was about his royal cock. It was really funny. I know. Oh, and his royal, like, it was his royal rump at one point, wasn't it? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that was an entertaining. Here, here's another, and this is like a kind of sci-fi one. I'll tell you the name of it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so there's two characters, Negoth and Ralthar. So this, this kind of like scene comes in when they're just like, I've already like, kind of got the preliminary eyes at each other and are digging each other and they've decided to like go upstairs and uh, you know get to know each other so <clears throat> here we go upstairs Negoth and Ralphire quickly got out of their uniforms both Demarians sweating lately Ralphire had his tanker uniform off first and then his jock his cock was already half hard, and upon seeing Nigoth's huge chest and arms rose to its full 32 inch long. Five and a half inch wide stature. Ralthar's jaw dropped when he saw Nigoth take off his jock strap. His cock was only half hard and clearly as large as Ralthar's. Fuck, I thought I caught up to you or I, or was only a couple inches shorter, but damn, you didn't have bio-augmentation, did you? Ralphar said in shock, Nope, other things happen, <laughs> part of the training, and this was just byproduct. Remember that time when that tiny ass from Cheer Town down south in our last year of the gymnasium? Oh <laughs> <laughs> we were there as a field trip to study 
the flora and fauna, and I had that run-in with that ogre. Wait, what was my voice? Alright, I don't care what voice we use. You don't need You don't need God, that is sick. We may be rather predatory people, but I thought we got past things like the bourbon. It was weird enough you doing it on instant. Granted, that girl would have been licked or worse if you didn't stop him. But no one should be told with that. How is this an erotica? Well, don't tell anyone. It still goes on part of the initiation into the Night Brigade. I heard that several other countries on the homeworld, their species forces still do it too. That's fucked up. I mean, it's sick. But I hate to admit it, seeing that huge body of yours flexing naked, your huge hard cock, and standing triumphant holding two ends of that bastard, that intense fire in your eyes, you were a gorgeous sight. Now that I look at you, I see you still have it. Rothar said as he laid down on the bed, his cock quite erect. You're still a beautiful sight too. Hope you can handle three feet of Demarian cock. Nagath growled as he approached Rothar, his own cock also throbbing and erect, a full three feet long <laughs> six inches wide. Rothar got on his knees and lovingly took in Nigas huge cock into his mouth. It wasn't like the days in the gymnasium. It was better. Rothar took it into the hilt. That was one thing he loved about Nigas cock. Even hard, it was flexible. <laughs> he could still deep throat his best friend's mammoth meat. Yes. Nigoth was ecstatic to know Rothar hadn't lost his touch. He also knew how to get Nigoth off real fast, too. Two minutes later, Rothar's stomach was being filled with the raging tidal wave that was one of Nigoth's orgasms. Oh, Rothar, drink my load, oh gods of the celestial realms. He got with groan. Rothar, just in his, as in his childhood, knew he could never handle all of Nigal's orgasm. He took the huge erupting cock from his mouth and let the rest of Nigal's orgasm bathe him. The young tank captain was hosed down in thick, rich cum. However, Rothar was not prepared for the length of Nigas orgasm. It often ended after around six or seven minutes of a non-stop tidal wave. This one lasted over ten. <laughs> Hammerous tits. What an eruption. Another side effect of the bathing. Rothar said as he licked cum from his cheeks and chin. Yeah, now it's your turn. Then after that, we can have ourselves a good old-fashioned sausage roast, Nagoth said with a wide grin. Rothar shouted with glee. In their days in the gymnasium, it was often Rothar who serviced Nagoth. Nagoth was the master at sex, period, whether giving or receiving. It was clear still that Nagoth was still the master, not only as good as before, but his skills had subtly improved. Rothar erupted less than four minutes later. Nagoth always let his recipients savor it a little longer, sometimes bring them to the edge, then letting them down. He could torture someone like that as well. Nagoth drank all those liters of <laughs> with a hunger, sucking, <laughs> sucking the 32-inch monster dry. Rothar let out a wheeze. When he finished coming, seven minutes later, 
Migas' tongue was cleaning out his piss lip like an artist, getting every last drop. His cock finally free from Nigas' mouth, they cast perfume of the nether regions on each other. <laughs> the two giant Amerians positioned each other at opposite ends of the bed, each aiming their cocks at each other's asses and easing them in slowly. Rather bit down on the pillow, Ralthar bit down on the pillow while Nigoth let out a satisfying groan as they each fucked each other, <laughs> both thrusting with gentle skill and passion, huge testicles smacking against each other. The pace gradually picked up to a fury as they each reached orgasm only a few seconds apart. Nigoth and Ralthar, Ralthar groaned and screamed as they flooded each other's asses. Come dribbling and spurting out with each thrust like an erotic living fountain. Psh! Several minutes later, Nigoth in the last few throws of orgasm. That was incredible. The best roast I've had in a long time, Nigoth said with a groan and a smile. Same here. Ralphar squeaked out. Same here. <laughs> <laughs>